Hey kids, can you guess what time it is? Movie time. Time to eat. I see a Bible and a donut. Yay! Devotions. That's right. Let's learn about God and spend some time in His Word. Welcome kids to Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles His love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that He loves. Jesus teaches to be just like you. Your words are true, so with Donuts and Devos, lead us to peace. With Donuts and Devos, with Donuts and Devos. Donuts and Devos lead us to Hi there, and welcome back to Donuts and Devos, where we get connected to Jesus through God's Word. I'm Mary Faith, and with me are my amazing friends and helpers. Hi, and Pastor Glaze and Miss Baker, who help us each week as we spend some time together learning about God and what happened in the Bible. Hi. Hi. Now, do any of you remember where we left off last week? God spoke to Moses from a birdie bush. God's name is Yahweh. Which means? I am. Exactly. Moses thought he was nobody and definitely not someone to go free the people in Israel. Who should I say sent me, he asked God. And God said, I am who I am. That's right. I am was sending Moses. But this still wasn't enough for Moses. The Lord needed to do a few more things to finally convince reluctant Moses. So let's find out what those signs were. But we have to pray first. Of course we do. So let's fold our hands and bow our heads. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Our Bible reading this week comes from Exodus chapter 4, verses 1 through 17. Then Moses answered, But behold, they will not believe me or listen to my voice, for they will say, The Lord did not appear to you. The Lord said to him, What is that in your hand? He said, A staff. And he said, Throw it on the ground. So he threw it on the ground, and it became a serpent, and Moses ran from it. But the Lord said to Moses, Put out your hand, Put out your hand and catch it by the tail. So he put out his hand and caught it, and it became a staff in his hand, that they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has appeared to you. Again the Lord said to him, Put your hand inside your cloak. And he put his hand inside his cloak, and when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous like snow. Then God said, Put your hand back inside your cloak. So he put his hand back inside his cloak, and when he took it out, behold, it was restored like the rest of his flesh. If they will not believe you, God said, or listen to the first sign, they may believe the latter sign. 
If they will not believe even these two signs or listen to your voice, you shall take some water from the Nile and pour it on the dry ground, and the water that you shall take from the Nile will become blood on the dry ground. But Moses said to the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent either in the past or since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and of tongue. Then the Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth? Who makes him mute or deaf or seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall speak. But he said, O my Lord, please send someone else. Then the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses, and he said, Is there not Aaron your brother, the Levite? I know that he can speak well. Behold, he is coming out to meet you, and when he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. You shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth, and I will be with your mouth and with his mouth, and will teach you both what to do. He shall speak for you to the people, and he shall be your mouth, and you shall be as God to him. And take in your hand this staff, with which you shall do the signs. to go to Egypt. No, he didn't. He needed a lot of convincing from the Lord. And even then, he still objected to what God was telling him to do. In this chapter, we read about Moses' third and fourth excuses to not go to Egypt. First, in our reading last week, we learned he asked God, who am I to do this? God doesn't. See, even the littlest (laughs) ones can get it. And that's reason enough. God chose him. But then he questioned, well, who should I say sent me so that they believe me? Yahweh. Very good. And now Moses gives a a third objection. He says, they will not listen to me or believe me. (laughs) Even though the Lord tells Moses specifically in Exodus 3.18, and they will listen to your voice. Moses doesn't seem to believe God. No, he doesn't. So God has to show Moses his power. He turns Moses' staff into a snake. Eh, cool. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Difference of opinion here. Yes, this is symbolic, though, for a few reasons. First, that staff will later become a sign of God's power, as we will read about uh, later in a few chapters. And second, the Egyptians actually worshipped the serpent for various reasons. It was a symbol of wisdom for the Egyptians, but for the Israelites, the serpent was a sign of evil. Yeah, but God was more powerful than this evil. And he was showing Moses that he was a god of power by turning his staff to a snake and then back to a normal rod again. That's so cool! I'm glad you think so. But God didn't stop with just the snake. He gave Moses another sign that he could give to the Israelites if they don't believe Moses. That thing with the hand? Yeah, I didn't quite get that, but I think it's one of God's powers. Well, yes, Moses put his hand inside his cloak, and when he pulled it out... It was leprous. What that mean? Leprosy is a disease of the skin where it's white and scaly, and, and sometimes when it's a really bad case of leprosy, fingers would even fall off. Uh, That's not quite cool this time. And then God instructed Moses to put his hand back inside his cloak. And when he pulled it out again, it was normal. 
just like before. Wow, that's awesome. It is pretty awesome, isn't it? God was showing Moses his power. If the people of Israel wouldn't believe what Moses was telling him, he could do these two signs by the power of God. Yeah, maybe then they believe him. And God then even gave a third sign to Moses regarding the water of the Nile River. He would be able to take the water from the river, pour it on the ground, and it would become... Blood. But Moses still argued with God. I'm not eloquent. I am slow of speech, he gave as another excuse. He felt inadequate to be the person God was asking him to be. And now we see God get frustrated with Moses. Well, I mean, it's understandable after all his arguing. Well, but then my, finally Moses flat out just says, Lord, please send somebody else, anybody <laughs> else, just not me. Anyone. But God says, no, I'm, I'm sending you and I'm going to send you Aaron, who was his brother, mm -hmm. and I will put the words in your mouth and you'll tell them to Aaron and I will teach you both what to say and do. God gives Moses a helper, an assistant, so he wouldn't be all alone in this monumental task. And through it all, God promises to be there with them, work through them, and tell them exactly what to say. Moses needed to have faith and believe that he could do these things through God's power alone. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, You called Moses. You called Moses to lead your people to safety. To lead your people to safety. Help us answer your call. Help us answer your call. To share with others your love. To share with others your love. And speak your word. And speak your word. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All these things that God showed Moses in our Bible reading today, do you remember what they were called? Signs! Exactly. Signs are faith word of the day. Moses was struggling to accept what God wanted him to do, which was return to Egypt and set the Israelites free from their slavery. Exodus is full of signs from God. God chose to use signs for very special purposes and reasons. In this conversation with Moses through the burning bush, God used the signs of turning the staff into a snake and Moses' hand to show Moses his power. These signs would also be used to prove to the Israelites that Moses had been sent by God. You see, God used signs in the Bible for various reasons. Sometimes signs were used to send a message or a warning or in fulfillment of a promise. For example, when Jesus was born, what did the angels say to the shepherds? This will be a sign unto you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in the manger. Right. See? A sign. Jesus' birth fulfilled the promise God made with Abraham. Only God himself chose when he gave signs to his people. In our lives, we shouldn't ask God to give us a sign to show us his will for us. His will is revealed through his word. The Bible. Right. God speaks to us through the Bible, which is why it's so important to read, mark, learn, and take to heart what scripture says. Is that why we memorize Bible verses? 
Yes, so we can remember God's word for our daily lives. Which, speaking of, our Bible memory verse is coming up next. Have you ever gotten shy around people and you just didn't know what quite to say to them? Yep. Yeah, I do. I want to talk, but sometimes the words don't come out right. That happens to me too. And Moses had this same problem. He wasn't a very good speaker and he tells God that. He doesn't think that he's the right person for what God was asking him to do because he couldn't talk very well. Why would the people listen to him? How was he supposed to talk to a whole nation and Pharaoh and bring them out of Egypt? Because God chose him. God did choose him. Very good. And God is God. God tells Moses, Pish, didn't I make man's mouth? Whether man is blind, deaf, or mute, God is the maker of all things. And he says to Moses these words, our memory verse for today. Now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall speak. The Lord tells Moses that he will speak through him and be with him. Words that we should remember as an example of God's power and faithfulness. So let's see what song Miss Baker has for us this week. All right, repeat after me. Now therefore go. Like Moses, we as God's children have also been called to share God's word. God can use each and every one of us for his good will and purpose to help bring others to true faith in Jesus, God's son. Now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall speak. Exodus 4, 12. 
Well, that finishes up our devotion for this week. Next time on Donuts and Devos, we will read about Moses' return to Egypt. Except God seeks to kill him? What? I don't know. I'm as shocked as you are. Guess you'll have to join us next week to find out about this rather unusual story about Moses. If you just started listening to our podcast, you can check out seasons one through three on our website, DonutsAndDevos.com, or on your favorite podcasting app. You can also follow us on social media, where we have a private Facebook group called Donuts and Devos, a podcast for kids. It's a lot of fun hopping in there and seeing some more personal, intimate looks into, number one, my life with my kids, and some great pictures that our listeners share with us as they experience Donuts and Devos in their household as well. We're also on Instagram, where we are featuring your child's artwork, should you choose. You can send me a picture of those beautifully colored coloring pages. They are originally designed every single week by Jamie Truey. She is so talented over at Pure Joy Creative, and our young listeners just absolutely love her coloring pages. Again, you can make sure that you get yours and download those on our website every single week, which goes in correspondence with our podcast devotion. Jamie is also the illustrator for the brand new book, Trinity for Tots, written by Mary J. Morb. This beautifully illustrated book is a wonderful way to teach your toddlers and young children about the Holy Trinity. You can buy it on Jamie's website at purejoycreative.com on Amazon or on AdCrusome. Amazon also has the digital version if you prefer that on your Kindle. You will definitely want to check this out for your young kids. That book again is called Trinity for Tots, illustrated by our very own Jamie Truey. Did you like our devotions this week? Well, if you do, there's a wonderful way you can support us. First, just share and encourage other families to tune in to Donuts and Devos every week where they can get a kid-friendly and wonderful family devotion. You can also head on over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash donuts and devos and give a donation to help support our podcast. I'm Mary Faith, and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next time. Lead us to